The Gemara, we're on Lamed Vav and Ben The top, the Gemara asked a question. We had a contradiction. Although Chatzaytzit's trumpets are muksa to be used on to be used on Shabbos, a shayfer in one brisa says it's allowed. One brisa says it's not allowed to be moved. It's muksa. So Gemara wanted to give a tarot said no. It's by a, a yachid. So since you could use it, it's curved, not like a trumpet. Therefore, you could use it to scoop up some water and feed the child with it, so it's a clay, you would use it. It's not muksa, but for the, if it's owned by the tzivar, you can't use it for personal use, then it's muksa. Says the Gemara, what do you mean? But even by the tzivar, the top of Amav Avamadalas, if it's for an ani, who the tzivar is responsible to take care of, you could feed an, an, an ani with the shaifer, so why would it be muksa? The su and another kasha, how does and then another brisa. Brisa says, kishem shemetaltan is ha-shaifer, kachmetaltan is chatzaytzitz. Same way you could move a shaifer, it's not muksa, so you can move a trumpet. Samani, who is that? So we have three contradicting brises. One that says a shaifer is never muksa. No, not a shaifer, nor a chatzaytzitz. One says both the shaifer chatzaytzitz are yeah muksa, and one says a shaifer is not, but a, a chatzaytzitz the trumpet is. Hello, like Kosh, it's not a contradiction. Harab Yehuda, Harab Shimon, Harab Nechemia. We'll see in a second. So what happened was, the Machlech is the Behuda of Shimon, who holds a Muxa. According to Behuda, who holds a Muxa, the trumpet is a problem. But a Shaifer, since it could be used, it's a Kwe, it's not Muxa. Shimon, who doesn't hold Muxa, generally is not a problem. Both a trumpet and a Shaifer are allowed to be moved. Rabbi Nechemia holds that even a Shaifer can be moved because he holds that even something which potentially has a use, it can only be used for what it was made for. A shayfer, even though it could be used to drink with and to scoop up some liquid, it's not what it's made for, and therefore it would be muksa for any use other than what it's primarily made for. Now, why is the shayfer and chasaitis being used? Why, why does it say then, when he says chasaitis are us, well, obviously if you can't use a shayfer, you can't use a chasaitis. No, when he says the word chasaitis there, he's referring to a shayfer, a shayfer, chasaitis. The following three things, the Shtani Shemayu, their names changed when the Beit Migdash was destroyed. And the first one is Chatzaytrasa, that which was a trumpet, now they, now, they, now, they now call it a Shaifer, a Shaifer. Shaifer, what's really a Shaifer, they now call it Chatzaytrasa, they mixed it up. Why not mean it to what difference is it to us that they started interchanging those words? Shaifer, Shor Hashanah. When Amaraz comes and asks you what to be used for Rosh Hashanah, tell him a Chatzaytrasa. And he'll know to use a shaifer because that's what they start, started calling a shaifer. Next, they started mixing up the words arava and tzavtifa. Arava, which we know is kosher in the lulav, a tzavtifa is a rounded type of leaf. It's not. They now flip it and they call it tzavtifa arava. And they interchange the two words. The minaf kamina, the lulav, to know which one to use for the lulav. Nowadays, use the tzavtifa, which is in truth the real arava. Pesara, Pesarta, Pesarta, Pesara, big table, small table. They interchange the words now of a small table and a big table. The person makes up this small to buy from you for $10 a Pesara. That used to be the big table, but now it's a small table, so you only have to supply him the small one because that's what it's called now. The Lushan for a small table now is Pesara, not Pesarta. Amar Bay Afanu Namar, another Nafkin would be Havlila, Bekasi, Bekasi, Havlila. Different stages of the stomach, different parts of the stomach. Lamai Nafkin is Lamechach, Nimsis, Bavi, Besakhaisvis. You see, really, the Havlila is a. 
hemsis, and that is the part of the stomach that is a thinner type of a thinner type of outside, a thinner wall to it. The basalkaisis is a part of the stomach which has a much much thicker wall, and they start interchanging the two. I ask Mina which one's called what because there's a difference in halach in those two parts. If a nail is fine, the mechat. If a needle is found in the hole of one part of the stomach, we know that by the base of Christ, if the nail is only goes, the needle is only going in from one end, but doesn't the truth to the other end doesn't fully go through, it's not a trefa because it's so thick. But if it goes through both ends, it is. So you have to know which stomach it is that we're talking about to know which one has to be fully pierced and which one it only has to be pierced from one side and not from both sides. There's another difference that they started calling Bavel Borsif. Borsif Bavel Bavel is now called Borsif, and the city of Borsif is now called Bavel. My Nafkamina, Nafkamina is Legite Nashim. First of all, the second son Rashi is simple about what to write in the get, which city to write. But also the halacha that a get, typically when delivered from one town to another, we have to testify that it was written Lishma with the proper Kalbonas, which is a halacha in the, in the Kashras, in the in the simple validation of the get, if it wasn't done lishma, it's no good. So they people don't always know that halacha, so you have to testify you have eggs to know that it was done lishma. Bavel they were bikin lishma. They knew the halachas of lishma, you don't have to be made on that. It could be assumed it was. The question is what's the real Bavel? Nowadays Bavel is Borsif, but the town called Bavel is not the real Bavel there. You would have to be made on a get that came from there, Bafanai Nechdab Ubafanai Nechdam. We should be zayichel to finish many more pratim. Chazvan learned in the Ian Rav, the Isaac and Hashem Mitzrayer call you may chayenu every part of our days. Okay, the Gemishna Kirish is the core of the Kasher Begavu. An oven that was lit, it was given a tea by burning straw, by a little stubble from the fields. Nice to melt tapshal. You can put a cooked dish on there; it's going to burn out. There's no concern that he's going to come to stoke the flames. The gefes of Eitzim, if however it was heated with the gefes, which is the Sesame seeds after they were squeezed for their oil, or ate them, regular wood, that's turned charcoal, which contains the heat, then the type of heat that you would stoke to make it go a little higher. Don't put anything on it on Shabbos till you either clean out the coals or to cover it with dirt. There's no concern that the person is going to go play around with the fire. It's only hot water. not a cooked dish. Very unclear the flow of this Mishnah. The Gemara is going to discuss exactly how we understand the Mishnah. But until I know, chamen with tapshel, hot water, a cooked dish. Either way, it's a it's mutter. You could take off the flame on Shabbos, but you can't return something to the flame on Shabbos or to the oven, rather the oven. I wouldn't call that a flame, assuming if it was cleaned out from its fire. But still, I'm Raf Machsin. You could even put something back on the oven. Okay, so it doesn't really flow so much exactly what halacha we're taking from there. So number one, you buy the gemara right away as a shayla. When the mission says highly yitain, you can't put something on the fire. You, can put, you cannot put something on the oven till you, till you clean out, till you do group. Actually, you go till you clean out the coals. But it says layitain layachter. Who does it mean you can't return something to the flame on Shabbos? Abolitionists, but to leave it there from before Shabbos, Mashin, that's not a concern. That if you're leaving it there and you're not putting it on actively on Shabbos, then the halach would be even though you didn't clean out the coals, even though you didn't cover them with dirt, 
The Mishnah was only telling us when you want to return something to an oven on Shabbos, it has to be cleaned out of coals, but if it's left there from before Shabbos, you didn't do any malachim, then it's fine. Is that what the Mishnah means? Umani, who would the town of our Mishnah be? Would be Hanani. He the town of Hanani. I am a kosher. Kamaychu ben Dusay. As long as something is cooked at least one third before Shabbos, mutal shaisa gabikira, you can leave it on top of a stove. Afal pishen and garav in a kotzim. Even though the coals are not cleaned, they're covered. Because we're not concerned, he's going to come to stoke it since it's cooked anyway. The minimum. So there's no cheshash. He's going to come to move around the coals. Is that what the mission meant? I don't, or maybe no. Lishrei stanan. Even just to leave it there. And the Mishnah was telling us that you can't leave something on an oven unless it, the coals are cleaned out. So the garf cuts them in. If the coals are cleaned, they're covered, then it's fine. You lie. If not, no, then it's not. Okay? And if that would be the case in the Mishnah of again, for sure when it comes to Hachsa, to just put something back on the flame, you're not just leaving something, but you actively want to put something back on the flame on Shabbos, of course it would not be mutter if it was not cleaned out. So have you been shot in our Mishnah? Tashma. Mitakani Trebavi, the Mishnah says two different halachas in the Mishnah. And the mission was saying that even to leave something on the oven from before Shabbos, you can't leave it unless you clean out the fire. Then now we understand the double halacha of the Mishnah. And the Mishnah is going to read like this. An oven that was heated up with just stubble, some straw, which will just burn out. The mashallah, you can leave cooked food on it from before Shabbos without a problem. The gap is by by real fire and cold. You can't Leave something on the oven from before Shabbos must clean out the coals or cover it with dirt. Continues the Mishnah, Mahi Mashin. What is that food that you could leave once you now clean it out? What would be the halacha once you do clean it out? Even when we allow you to leave something on it, it would only be chaman, some hot water, but not an actual food. A food already, even with the cleaned out oven, it's near a kimavasha, looks like you're cooking. So I don't know, chaman v'tavsha. Once you clean out the coals, then it's fine, even a tavsha. It's the same way they argue about leaving something from before Shabbos. Can you return something to the flame that had been there already? Meaning whatever you hold is allowed to be left there from before Shabbos. Be it according to Beishamai, Chaman. According to Beishel, even a Tavshel. Can I put it back on the fire on Shabbos? You can take it from the oven on Shabbos, since you left it there, but you can't return it. You can even put it back on the fire. That Tavshel that you're allowed to leave on, if you take some and you have all the proper conditions, you can even put it back in the fire. So then the mission would make sense, Zakh the Gemara, that it's saying two different halachas. But if the mission when it said initially, the halachas were yitay not sheyigur. If you're not allowed to put something there until you clean out the coals, if it meant literally you can't put something back on, on Shabbos, so let's understand. An oven. It was heated up with straw. You could put back the food as long as you... Well, no, no, as long as. Continues the mission of the Gavis of Aitim. It was wood or with the sesame seeds. You can't return something to the oven until you clean it until you cover it with dirt. What is that you're allowed to put back on? You're allowed to put the chamin. You're allowed to put the chamin. 
Okay, so till then, it makes sense so far. It's a halacha, what you're allowed to put back on the oven. Next, you could take off, but you can't put something back on. You could put it back on. That's Mamash repeating what we just said. So what is it saying any more than we didn't say? Shahia was mutter. It's only the Rabbi Chazara that it's also. So the Mishnah says, Le'itib ben Chazara, so what's it then telling me the next day of the Mishnah that there's a halacha that you can't be machli? Isn't that what it just said? So it sounds like the first option makes more sense. So Mitzvah will see tomorrow that no, there's still the second option. Maybe when the Mishnah says Le'itib, it means really about Chazara. It's still the Mishnah wouldn't make sense. In that best Hashem, we'll see. You know, we'll do it now just because get to the Toshma. It could be Le'itib means you can't put something back on. Here's according to that shot what the Mishnah would mean. If it was heated up with straw, you could put the cooked dish back on. If you heat it with wood or with the sesame seed, you can't put something back on the oven. From before Shabbos, you can leave. Even if it wasn't cleaned out, the calls. What is it that you're allowed to leave? Only water, but you not to cook food. Even to cook food. Now that which we said in Gabi Chazara, that if it's cleaned out, you're allowed to put something back on. Love to recall, that's not everyone, continues the Mishnah. You can only take something on, off the oven, whatever had been muttered to leave there from before Shabbos, but to put something back on, you can't ever. No, you could even put something back on the oven, whatever we allowed you to leave on the oven could also be put back on. So the Shaila really is, the difference in the Tupshatim, if you hold the Mishnah was only going to Gabi Chazara, it means the Gabi Shehiya, leaving something on the oven, there would be something, both according to Vishama, or even more according to Vishama, that you're allowed to leave on an oven from before Shabbos as long as you cleaned it out. But according to the Pshat of the Mishnah, that when the Mishnah says, Layitin means lay mashin, you can't even leave something on an oven, then even to leave something on the oven would only be mutter once it was grufo ketuma, there would not be a heter. Both well, according to Bishami or according to Vesilo, to leave anything on an oven from before Shabbos, if you had not cleaned out the coals, or you had not covered them, that would be the difference between the two pshatim. Is there ever a hechatimsa scenario where you're allowed to leave something on the oven from before Shabbos if you didn't clean out the coals, if you didn't cover them? But the Shem will return to the Zvez Hashem tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock. I'm sorry, I've been married. Be a continuation of a beautiful answer for everybody. And to the Surah Taibis, Surah Taibis, Rabbi Kal Yisrael. Kal Tev Rabbi Yisrael. Good everybody.